the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let freedom ring. And I wanted to host this summit because here is the uh, here in the United States, we know as well as anyone that renewing our democracy and strengthening our democratic institution requires constant effort. An American hero lies in state. America has lost one of our greatest patriots. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Friday, December 10th. I'm Rich Thomason. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston reports President Biden is hosting a summit of world leaders on democracy. Declaring that democracy needs champions, the president opened a two-day virtual summit. He told participants from more than 100 nations that preserving and strengthening democracy is an urgent matter. Freedom House reports in 2020 that marked the 15th consecutive year of global freedom and retreat. China and Russia are among those that weren't invited, and their ambassadors accused the U.S. of exhibiting a Cold War mentality. The summit has several goals. To lock arms and reaffirm our shared commitment to make our democracies better, to share ideas and learn from each other, and to make concrete commitments of how how to strengthen our own democracies and push back on authoritarianism. The way has been cleared to allow the federal government to borrow more money. The Senate passed legislation late Thursday that allows a one-time, fast-track process for raising the debt limit. The measure allows Democrats to use their narrow majority in the Senate to pass the debt ceiling increase itself without needing the customary 60 votes to overcome a filibuster. The fast-track bill now goes to President Joe Biden for his signature. The actual debt ceiling bill will likely be voted on next week. Mike Gracia, Washington. Former Republican senator and presidential candidate Bob Dole lies in state in the Capitol Rotunda. President Biden and others gathered to pay tribute to the man that Mr. Biden calls an American giant. Bob and I, like many of us here, we disagreed on a number of things, but not on any of the fundamental things. We still found a way to work together. We genuinely, we genuinely respected one another as colleagues. Or we prioritized principles over party, humanity over personal legacy. When we do that, we accomplish far more as a nation. America has lost one of our greatest patriots. We may follow his wisdom, I hope, and his timeless truth. But the truth of the matter is, as divided as we are, the only way forward for democracy is unity. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says a senator from Kansas was a man of public service who loved his family, his state, and his country. Bob Dole knew exactly where he came from, a son of Dust Bowl hardship, who was laser-focused on food security and rural issues. A wounded warrior who spent decades carrying fellow veterans and Americans with disabilities on his shoulders. 
the real engine behind Bob's 98 remarkable years was his love. His love for Elizabeth and for Robin, for public service, for Kansas, and for America. Tense nuclear talks with Iran resume in Vienna. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the United States is preparing for the possibility of more economic sanctions on the Islamic Republic. We believe a diplomatic resolution offers the best best path to avoiding a nuclear crisis. Uh, However, given the ongoing advances in Iran's nuclear program, the president has asked his team to be prepared in the event that diplomacy fails. If Iran's nuclear program continues to accelerate, then we will have no choice but to take additional measures to further restrict Iran's revenue-producing sectors. U.S. intelligence officials keeping a close eye on tens of thousands of Russian troops gathered near the Ukrainian border. Officials in Ukraine and the West have said the amassing of troops may indicate plans by Moscow to invade its ex-Soviet neighbour, but Russian officials have repeatedly denied harbouring such plans. Now Russia's military has warned the Ukrainian government against trying to settle a separatist conflict in eastern Ukraine with force, a statement that adds to the tensions sparked by a Russian troop build-up near the Ukrainian border. I'm Charles de la Desma. Daybreak Insiders, Jeremy House tells us the U.S. is imposing an arms embargo on Cambodia. In ordering the embargo, State and Commerce Department officials cite deepening Chinese military influence, corruption, and human rights abuses in the Southeast Asian country. The embargo went into effect immediately. Its aim is to ensure that defense-related items are not available to Cambodia's military and military intelligence services without advance review by the U.S. government. The Jesse Smollett trial has run its course, and the actor's attorney vows an appeal. A jury in Chicago has determined that the former Empire actor lied to police when he said that two men attacked him because he is black and openly gay. The jury took about nine hours before making the call that Jesse Smollett is guilty of five of the six felony charges lodged against him. The saga began back in January 2019 when Smollett reported that he was set upon by two men. He says those men, who he described as white, use racial and anti anti-gay slurs against him, but as the world watched and police investigated, Smollett's story fell apart. The two black men who were arrested after being seen on surveillance tape said that Smollett hired them and even rehearsed the attack with them. The judge in the case, James Lynn, has set a post-trial hearing for January 27th. Sentencing will come after that. The disorderly conduct charges of lying to investigators are Class 4 felonies that could get Smollett a max of up to three years in prison. Most experts say he'll likely get probation, though it's possible that if the judge believes Smollett lied on the stand, he could make that sentence even tougher. I'm Oscar Wells Gabriel. The Michigan school district where four students died in a shooting is being sued by some parents. An attorney for Jeffrey and Brandy France says two lawsuits seeking $100 million each have been filed in Detroit against the Oxford Community School District, the superintendent, the principal, and other staff at Oxford High School on behalf of their daughters as victims of the November 30th shooting. Riley, a senior at Oxford High, was shot in the neck and her sister Bella, a ninth grader, was next to her when it happened. Suspect Ethan Crumley, a 15-year-old sophomore, has been charged as an adult. The day of the shooting, school officials met with Crumley and his parents after a teacher found a disturbing drawing. Personal injury lawyers have expressed doubt that the district could be successfully sued. That's because Michigan law sets a high bar for liability for public schools and other arms of government. I'm Jennifer King. The New York City Council says yes to giving non-citizens the right to vote 
in local elections. The measure, if enacted, would take effect in 2023 and apply to 800,000 green card holders and so-called dreamers. The measure now goes to Mayor Bill de Blasio, who has said he would not veto it. Non-citizens of New York City would not be able to vote for president or members of Congress in federal races or to vote in state elections for governor, judges, or legislators. More than a dozen communities across the United States already allow non-citizens to cast ballots in local elections. But last year, Alabama, Colorado, and Florida adopted rules that would preempt non-citizen voting rights. Arizona and North Dakota already had non-citizen voting prohibitions on the books. I'm Mike Gracia. In a new interview, a rap artist claims he did not hear fans screaming for help when things got out of hand at the Astroworld Festival in Houston last month. Ten people died when fans rushed the stage. Travis Scott tells radio personality Charlemagne the God in a YouTube video he has a responsibility to figure out what happened during his performance and how to prevent similar tragedies. He denies his history of encouraging fans to rush the stage contributed to the crowd surge that proved deadly. Scott met privately with some of the families of the victims. He says he understands why some declined his offer to pay for funeral expenses. Scott says he just wanted the families to know he was there for them and will continue to be. More than 300 lawsuits have been filed in connection with the festival. I'm Margie Zaraleta. Employees at a Western New York Starbucks store give a thumbs up to a union. The National Labor Relations Board says workers voted 19 to 8 in favor of a union at one of three Starbucks locations in Buffalo. If the Labor Board certifies the vote, it would be the first Starbucks in the U.S. to unionize. A second store rejected the union in a 12-8 vote. The results of a third store could not be determined because several votes were challenged. Starbucks asked the Labor Board to hold one vote with all 20 of its Buffalo-area stores, but the board rejected the request. The coffee giant has actively fought unionization for decades. Starbucks says its stores function best when it works directly with employees, which it calls partners. I'm Ben Thomas. And finally this morning, so much for the supposedly transitory nature of the inflation. It continues taking a huge bite out of so many household budgets. In an APNORC Center for Public Affairs Research poll, about a quarter say their incomes have gone up, while two-thirds say their household costs have risen since the pandemic. Four in ten say the hit has been substantial. The government's latest look at consumer prices is expected to show inflation soared by 6.7% last month compared to a year earlier and would be the highest jump in nearly four decades. Top White House economist Brian Deese knows it's hard. No one likes to pay more at the gas pump. Nobody likes to pay more at the grocery store. But Deese says the stark numbers do not necessarily reflect the real world, where he says gas prices are coming down and supply chain bottlenecks are easing. Sagar Magani, Washington. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.